Welcome back, boys and ghouls film review here, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. So, boys and ghouls, tonight we'll be reviewing that classic. Um, oh, not a classic, but it's we think it's a classic movie. Classic <laughs> drama fantasy is describing it. Well, classic romantic drama fantasy it's a damn good movie, but it's an yeah. old one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it's called Death Takes a Holiday, and it was done in 1934. There was a remake in the 70s using the same name, using the same theme, but this was the original one, which got a lot of good accolades by mm-hmm. the film critics at that time. And uh, if you don't, if you like old movies, mm-hmm. uh, and don't mind the fact that it is. Um, that's what I'm looking for. I wouldn't say the a- the acting is a bit stagey and whatever because mm-hmm. it actually came from a stage play. It's True. a damn good story and it's a damn good watch. Okay, so that's why we chose. It. Like we said many times before, we do mainly horror, sci-fi, and fancy, but we also drag in the yeah. odd good movie that yeah. we think. Uh, people should have a look at. Yeah. Mm. Well, this does fall in the fantasy genre, if you well, will. Well, sort of fantasy, yeah. But, fantasy um, romance, obviously. But also falls under an interesting movie that we think, uh, especially younger people mm. uh, nowadays, probably wouldn't know this movie exists. That's true. Uh, I old, mean, it's remarked yeah, in, in, yeah. in by um, some people mention it here and there, say... Um, in conversation, but then you don't, and then you don't bother knowing whether it's a real movie or well, not. Well, yeah, another another movies and other TV shows have actually alluded to the same film script, like uh, Meet Joe Black. That was a take off the same story, mm. um, and some TV series have used it in, dis- in different episodes. Use the theme yeah. about death coming in and and integrating of human beings for a while, and yeah, yeah and yeah. I remember um, and, um uh, what the. Uh, one of those um, anthology TV series episodes where um, a, cre- a creature comes to the to a, a new a different world, disguised as a human being, and tries to mingle with the inhabitants in that area. Mm. So this is false. Well, yeah, that's an alien or something, rather. Right? Yeah, I wasn't sure if it's yeah. an alien or, or supernatural being. Anyway, here we go, friends. Sure. <laughs> okay. Produced by E. Lloyd Sheldon mm-hmm. uh, and Emmanuel Cohen. Mm-hmm. But directed by uh, Mitchell Lyson or Leeson, mm-hmm. uh, L-E-I-S-E-N. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting. The screenplay was done by Maxwell Anderson and Gladys Lehman. <laughs> that was based on Death Takes a Holiday, the play that was written by Walter Ferris. And that play was actually based on a book called... It must be Italian, La Morte in Vacanza, or Vacanza, uh, by Alberto Casella. So it sounds like it was an Italian novel, possibly, mm. uh, and La Morte, uh, the death in, uh, in on vacation. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, uh, so uh, they've taken the names almost literally and taken that storyline, made the stage play, and then um, a screenplay. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Now getting on to my favourite, the box office and budget. I've got no idea. Uh, <laughs> I can't find any information. Bit on the old side, going back to 1934. Yeah, it's, well, mm, I imagine they didn't yeah. keep records of well, budget they may or, have, but it's not or exceed, box office it's not, money. Yeah, it's, whatever. it's, it's too far then. down the track. I mean, if you got to think about it, 1934, how long ago is that, Chubbles? Mm, too many years. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's 2022 now, mm. so yeah, it's a long time ago. Mm. A long time, time yeah, ago. Yeah. 
Now go, here we go. Cast. I won't go for everybody, but... Just uh, the leads will be good. I'm going to. Hello. Now, <laughs> now the main guy, the guy playing Death, uh, is played by Frederick March. Now, Frederick March was a good actor in his time, way back when. He, he played a lot of leading men roles in uh, different movies. He was a damn fine actor. Uh, now, Evelyn, or Evelyn Venable, uh, she plays Grazia. She's the uh, lady he falls in love with and she also falls in love with him. I won't go through everybody else by their roles, but uh, I'll just list the names of the actors. They had a guy, guy Standing, uh, Catherine Alexander, Gail Patrick, Helen Westley, uh, Kathleen Howard, Kent Taylor, and Henry Travers. Now, I think Henry Travers has been in quite a few movies, a lot of old movies. No doubt. Yeah, more of a character type actor, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I can't think of anything else I want to say before yeah. Sarah gets into it. So, okay, take it away, Sarah. So we open at the beginning where there are a group of people have just um, returned, re- returning from a big celebration in town. I don't know what it is, to be honest. If it's in Italy, I, which I think it is. Um, Any excuse for party. Yeah. So, it could have been market day, Fishing Fleet came in. Huh. Um, it- Italian Mardi Gras. Italian Mardi Gras. Sorry. Anyway, um, they then get into their separate cars and they race each other on a very in- a hill- windy, windy road. cliff road. road. Yeah, which, yeah it's and, a cliff, cliff face. Yeah. And Gracia, yeah, that's the name. Gracia. Uh, Gracia. Um, she notices a shadow following their car yeah, yeah. since, and it's. It's everyone keeps thinking it's probably just um, trees forming near the um, yeah, car, but shadows. it's not. It's it, following the car. Somehow, it's following the car in very closely, and eventually, they the second car, which has um, wh- the um, people. yeah, ha- which had uh, say a few people, they end up running into um, a, 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 a flower, flower vendor. A, yeah, flower vendor's cart. Yeah. yeah, cart and his donkey. Now this is the funny part. Okay. They hit the cart and destroy the cart and the flower vendor was unhurt and the donkey wasn't hurt. That's a good start for the movie because Death is not taking any uh, new customers at the moment. Yeah. So we can go to their um, nice little (coughs) villa by the um, whatever and it's a nice place and... um, Grass, I, I have a, I'm not going to tell you Grazia. Um's boyfriend wants to get stuck into getting married to her. Um, she's procrastinating. Yeah, she's... Oh, yeah, I know. I love you, but... I love you, but uh, I don't feel... I've had that when I was a young fellow. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah you're a nice guy, Everyone but, is yeah. pressuring her to um, get, st- you know, get married or die. Yeah, make an honest man of him and make an honest... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Stop Everyone you know, is pressuring way. her, saying, you can be ready in a month, they're wealthy, they can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's talking about going on honeymoon and to Egypt and Italy and other and, groovy places. And, and I'm marrying a big old age. And <laughs> the father-in-law to Gracia says, we can make a nice villa by the ocean, by the, on the hilltop for you and your boy, your your hubby, and yeah. you, we can visit regularly. And, yeah, lovely. But I guess she feels pressured and she feels like she needs to find something. Yeah. She, she doesn't she know what. She satisfied with... She doesn't know what yeah. at the moment. She wasn't satisfied with her lot. Is it? Mm. Yeah, of course. While she's in the garden thinking over this, she screams. She sees something that really frightens her, 
And she says it was a shadow that, or something that's touched her that's icy cold. So she and her mother stay the night, and while the, um, they lock up the house trying to make sure it wasn't a prowler or something, they think it's a prowler, I don't know. We, well, they, don't, they, they so. don't know. It's, it's, it's hinted they think it's a prowler. However, we think uh, her boyfriend's father... Yeah, somehow the, thinks something. Yeah, I'll something call him. Different. I'll mm. call him the Duke. That's his I, I, um, they, well, title. His name's Duke Lambert. Yeah. yeah, I'll call him the Duke. Obviously. Yeah, that, that's guy standing. He's an old, older fellow. So a, a as they're shutting up the house, we then see him witness um, a dark figure approaching him, and which you can see straight through him. Ooh. And this figure is Death himself. And he explains to the Duke, I'm not on my regular visit tonight. I'm, I'm not taking anybody. Yeah, mm. I just want to find out. I just want to visit and understand why do men fear me? Oh, yeah, ma- mankind. Yeah. Mankind. Why they fear d- um, my coming when it comes time for them to go. Yeah. So you want to find out. There's one with the many of life or other. Well, yeah. this is an mm-hmm. interesting question, Mike. I mean, we all question why um, we fear the next world. Oh, I don't. Like, why do we always yeah. fear that part yeah. to the end of our lives? It's a scary thought well, when you think about it. The point is, we, we, we won't get into philosophy just now, maybe after the movie. Okay, so <laughs> he suggests that um, he'll come as one of his guests, and he we'll says... Stay for a few days. Yeah, he, su- he suggests to go being disguised mm. as a prince named Prince Serki, I think he was. Yeah, who was a supposedly a f- or were well known to the Duke. Yeah, and according to Def, this prince is long dead. He, I think in the, the play, the musical, well, su- recently dead. suggested that the prince committed suicide. He'd already passed. Yeah. So, anyway... So he no chance of him popping in. So, he mm. dashes off, and a few minutes later... Um, his son shoots two bullets into the unknown figure. Uh, just so you know, the Duke shot at death at first, but somehow his bullet, his, his gun, gun didn't, it went clickety, clickety, didn't clickety, clickety. No bangity, bangity. Yeah. It's a bit odd when you think about this. Well, death can do anything he likes. He's a supernatural being, isn't he? Yeah, uh-huh. and the Duke explains this was just a messenger indicating that Prince Serki was coming this very evening. And so his guests all assemble in the lounge room, and there we meet um, Prince Serki as deaf uh, at the front Dressed door. Dressed up as a very nice, fine gentleman. Yes, very good looking. Mm-hmm. Well, Freddie Martz wasn't horribly looking. He wasn't Quasimodo, was he? And yeah. Of course, to mm-hmm. the girls who are staying with the Duke, um, I don't know if they're his daughters or whatever. It, it doesn't really have nah, mention I, I didn't or marriage. Say, yeah, they, they, had, yeah, they, it, they didn't mention their relationship. They with just the mentioned that they had guests over, yada, yada, no, yada. Not too much of a backstory in and there, was there? A lot of. <laughs> and when you look at. The old days, people used to stay at people's places. It doesn't matter if you're you're related or anything. You're just friends, close friends. When you're rich. Okay. When you're wealthy, you're allowed to invite friends over. doesn't matter if they're young, old, or in between. doesn't matter yeah. so much. In Anyway, moving on. Let's go to the door so couple of weeks. Those okay, two go- those, so those two girls fall in love with him instantly. Well, they flirt, they're, they're falling in. Let's just say they're... Their uh, hormones are galloping really crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Their name's Rhoda and Alda. 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 Yeah. And they're attracted to him, and he, um, in turn, 
is not well, not really attracted to them so much. She just thinks they're pretty, good looking, yeah, and flirtatious, and very flirty. But Graz, yeah, she's different. Yeah, he mm. when he sees yeah. her for the first time, he's beforehand before he transformed into the prince. He said that he talked about her for a bit, saying he was amongst her, and he that was the thing, the thing she saw in the darkness or yeah. seen or felt in the darkness. He saw her, and yeah. He was attracted to her. Yeah. Anyway. In a nice possible way. Yeah. yeah. He then takes her hands, yeah. and as he's walking up the stairs, he we see him his, stepping back and looking over his shoulder, looking over his shoulder <laughs> at her. And then at the top of the stairs, he gives her a courteous bow, and she bows back, like in a. Uh, yeah, remember, death hasn't had anything to do with human beings, or well, live ones anyway. And so he doesn't really know how to react uh, on a social level. Yeah. Mm. Later the next morning, yeah. he sees her in the garden picking roses, <laughs> and they're all fresh roses because they're not dead or anything like that. So they're all in bloom, and that's a good sign. And then the prince approaches Grazia, who was picking flowers, and he remarked that she's a princess, to, at least to him anyway. Yeah. Because he's formed an attachment. And for his nice gentleness, she gives him a flower. And this is really relevant to the story. He recoils a bit, saying, oh, things die when I touch them. And she put this little flower in his lapel. Yeah, it's an unopened rose. R- a rose, and it didn't die. Yeah. Ooh. Somehow his human beingness has, um, I guess it's not, it's repelled from, it's yeah, not. Well, yeah, he, he, he wasn't working on holidays. He wasn't yeah. telling anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, soon enough, um, the two other girls they mentioned earlier, they want to make a contest of their affections for the prince. So Who can get him first? Who gets him first? <laughs> so they dress in their finest, the finest pretty view, stuff yeah. and they make a show of it by... Um, approaching him at breakfast. And, of course, everyone is in their best moods. Of course, the Duke is trying to keep his mood up. Yeah, yeah, because he knows who his guest is. Yeah, of course, one of these older guests, um, what's his name, the older gentleman that was staying with them? Uh, Uh, The Baron... Cedary or yeah. whatever. He's yeah. quite the cheerful. Baron. Like, and yeah. he, th- he thinks it's co-connected to the um, prince's arrival, feeling that he feels... Um, he energized. Energized. Mm. He feels like he's a new man of sorts. Yeah. And he's an old man in this movie, too. Yeah, older than me. Yeah. Yes. He has to get a bit ancient. Yeah, yeah well, anyway. Um, so, Gracia and her mum, they're heading home because they um, they were not going to stay overnight or stay. Yeah, they, yeah they, and, only so because Gracia wasn't feeling well. And, and Death was a little bit annoyed that everyone was supposed to stay here. Yeah. No one was supposed to leave. Yeah, and, and yeah. he was formed an attachment to her. <clears throat> yeah. And but it was Gra- explained by the Duke that you know, they're, they're, they're only an overnight guest. Yeah. Mm. So, so he allowed them to go. So the next three days, um, this is three days just so you know, um, he spends as much time with the Other group two, as possible, including the two girls. And most of the time, he's enjoying himself. Other times, he's like yawning. Yeah, he's kind of boring. And we're yeah. not just empty-headed women. Women who just were flirtatious and looking for a lover or a, a partner or <laughs> a potential husband or whatever. It had, it had nothing to inspire him. Yeah, mm. and when he goes to the casino, this is interesting, he kind of wins at Everything. the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder if he had friends in high places or low places helping out. <laughs> I don't mm. know. Anyway, by the time he was going to roll again, um, the guy in the the game box tells him, guess what, we don't have any more, we can't give you any no, more. No, we can't extend your, your gambling because you're, you're, we've got a limit, a house yeah. limit. 
Yeah. So he's no cow finish up here, and he just handed the, the, the tips over to the people around him, say, yeah. you plant these. He plants. then approaches yeah. the Baron and tells him, well, you guys are stuck in a crowded room playing these games, but while outside, it's all beauty Magic and, and beauty, beautiful. Yeah. And... Of course, the Baron says you they do it for the fun of it and trying to fill the time they have there. Yeah. And, of course, um, the deaf is trying to search for something. He's already searched through it by um, experiencing war and, and stuff, and he's inexperienced about love and stuff. He doesn't know about that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, the Baron says, um, tells him, advise him, only um, one, the lips of a lovely woman will, will change that. Yeah. And she was lovely too. Of course, yeah. Rhoda tries to dip her her hand into a please the prince, but somehow his um appealing ways soon alienate her to go away. Yeah. And the next day, um, this is the final day I should mention. They kind of skip ahead throughout this movie, so it's not really important every single moment yeah, of their scene. Yeah, well, scene. It, it, it's, you don't have to say, oh, we went to the toilet, oh, we went over there to the under a tree, you know. Yeah. 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 So yeah. the next day, um, it's the third day, and the Duke has arranged a special party, a farewell yeah, thing. Yeah, like a bit of a, yeah. Ball, cotillion, something rather. Yeah. Yeah. Rhoda has gone off to um, a please Italian guy and another guy, I don't know his name, and no longer pleased with the Duke, um, I should mention. So, But her friend, Elder, is still intrigued by him yes. in the worst possible way. And when they are left alone for at least a bit, he tries to... Um, Give her more than what she bargained for, in my opinion. Uh, uh, a bit more insight looking into his eyes. He saw the real him. Yeah, and she and saw it more than she ever feared. <laughs> she feared death. Yeah, uh-huh. she, of course, the Duke and his son were not too pleased by this, so you should def- just F off and all that stuff. Not Leave us alone. Go away. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, of course, that's, that's all stuff. Gracia soon arrives and. Before that, the Duke confronts Death, and Death says um, he feels like he needs someone to die, and because he feels like like he's he feels like he has an empty existence in his life. He yeah. while he's living this his life for three days, while these guys have to they'll yeah. be living Te- for he, he mentioned that he's going to be. I've got three days. I die tonight, or yeah, you know, his, his existence finishes tonight on the yeah. human plane. And they got the rest of their lives to live out. Yeah. yeah so it's a really sad. You make comparison. Sad. They got three day life, and they got something like a seventy or eighty year life. It yeah. wasn't fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah eighty or hundred, depending well, on who you're talking to. Hundred. Well, it'll be a wrinkly old thing. Be well, it Island depends now. on the individual and your health and yada yada. Oh my god! Now I make it. Yeah. Soon yeah. enough. He meets up with Grazia and they dance for a bit and he tries his absolute hardest to behave. He was he's very charming. I don't think he wants to reveal too much information because he's starting to realise love means you, you don't sort of have to... You, you don't, yeah, and you don't, have to hurt, you don't want to hurt anybody yeah. and <laughs> things that you know, would be up close and yeah. personal and, and protective and all, all those other good positive things. Yeah. Want, they're all new to him. Yeah, and she mm, really yeah. likes him. She feels like his voice is um, mesmerizing and it makes her feel so drawn You're to him. Sleepy. <laughs> drawn oh, to him yeah. in a in a nice musical sense. Like she feels so lost in his voice. Yeah, that's how I see it. Yes, awesome. he, he, he got a slight European accent, not as bad as Bela Lugosi, but 
the smoothie. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. her boyfriend arrives and he tries to comfort her and tells her that to let her let him sh- um, shadow her for the rest of the evening, if that's he the word. He wanted to protect her from he the evil count. Oh, no, no, whatever it's a prince, whatever. Yeah. Prince yeah. Caspian. No, no, it's a circuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she says yeah. that she's fine and she feels cold and she tells him to go fetch her cloak or something. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And then Prince Circe approaches her with a black um, well, cloak of his own. Yeah. Funny he, that. He yeah. didn't have it earlier. Yeah. yeah. He then leads her into the gardens and while the um, night was ending, the guests were leaving, departing, the ones, that, the ones who were staying... Stick, stick around, and this is where the Duke reveals the horrible truth, or at least the half the truth. Half it. Yeah, and while this is happening, Cirque and Gracia are in the gardens by the pool, and she, she, he asks her that about how does she know why she's he's here, and he and she says knew the answer, like she she knew that he was holding life in his hands, and he's afraid of of the beauty around it, and she feels like. He's finally found a connect. Finally found someone that knows why he's there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. A- and he feels sad that he's going to leave that very night. And she says, "I wish I can go with you." And mm-hmm. interesting. He's, and yeah, he's so. And he's mm. worried that he doesn't want to take her with him because he doesn't. It's he doesn't feel it's right. And yet Gracia feels but like. But at the same time, he's in love with her. He doesn't yeah. want to lose her either. Yeah. He's, he's at uh, a crossroads, an impasse or yeah. something or other. Yeah. Death mm. itself mm. is like, it's in between when you think about it. Yeah. It's neither heaven, hell, it's in, betwe- it's in between. He's in limbo, in his own little personal uh, well, limbo. Well, yeah. yeah, something mm. like that. Mm. Hello, limbo? Mm. Well, Can I, you get under the pole? I think it's more than limbo. I think it's just in between, you know. It's that neither... Is lim- it's is limbo. It's neither... It's neither. Okay, I put him in purgatory then. How's that, man? He's being tortured a bit. No, I just feel like it's in neither area. Okay. Well, it's a separate world to to death and hell. I mean, to heaven and hell and uh, and living. That's how I feel about it sometimes. Okay, he's somewhere. Okay, so he says that he has to leave and return to his kingdom. And Gracia says, "I'll be really very sad that if you go away." And he wants one hour to. Holder and, and and be with her be before with he her. leaves. Meanwhile, while this is happening, the group is assembled and they're all worried about Gracia's safety. Yeah. Oh, by the way, in the beginning when Zergi first came, uh, that he he made the Duke promise that he wouldn't tell anybody. Yes. Who he was and mm-hmm. why he was there. Exactly so. Otherwise, there'd be severe penalties to pay. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. Well, his penalty is I'll I'll I'll, dis- I'll, I'll I will kill um, Prince Cirque and return as death. Yeah, you know? yeah. But anyway, you know, and take some people with him. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Eventually, um, death or, Prince Cirque arrives, aka um, death, yeah. and he tells them you t- you 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 told them all that stuff. And yeah. that he's well, he so to, angry. Well, he had to tell them to stop them annoying him. Yeah, like you know, going after Zerky and doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, he's, um, he's, he's motives are honourable. Everyone mm. pl- asks him to hand back Gracia because she's young and she belongs she, with the living. She belongs with the living. Blah, blah, and blah. her mother yeah. asked Dev to please give her back her her daughter, and yeah. but she doesn't understand that that if she 
come Gracia goes with him, it's not she won't be in pain or yeah. Well, he said that, but the point is, in the end, he just said, "Okay, I'll leave it up to her. Yeah, I will leave her here." And then she says, "I don't want to stay here. I want to go with you." Yeah. And what do you do then? Well, anyway, everyone asks. Even um, her boy, Gracia's boyfriend, asks him to give it back to him, even though Gracia's heart yeah. is now now onto someone. We said on that. But what did Sergi do now? He goes to approach to get um, Gracia, and Gracia eventually says that she's happy with him, and she's found the thing that she's been searching for in her mind. And what did he do then? He he showed his real self to everybody. Yes, he did. He, and his dark, shadowy thing. Of creepy. Of course, everyone um, is upheld, repels. Except for... Except for Gracia. And she says she's always seen him like this. Yeah. He, yeah. Love all through the illusion. Mm-hmm. Ah. And so he and her, they guide are guided into the light. And they, you know, they went up the stairs and there's a big flashing light and they both disappeared, saying that she's gone on to to live with him in his wherever. Domain. Domain. Uh, and no pain, no anxiety, no yeah. nothing. In the musical. To live in love forever. Or, or the play, oh. I should say. Um, they, so um, Gracia would have um, passed out on the floor, you know, where they stood. But I think this is a better... Way yeah, of d- of explaining the story. They couldn't do that easily on stage. I know, yeah. but it's a lot more romantic, and where she's not longer part of this world, and her body's not there, but she's gone off like the way in a nice romantic yeah. sense. Well, the days of just use green screen to a fade out. <laughs> but I think it's a nice sense. Instead of just um, looking like she's just dead on the ground, she's she's gone off to the world no, walked, neither dead yeah. nor alive is yes, what I'm saying somewhere. and there's no body left <laughs> it's kind of romantic like she's not <laughs> dead she's, she's still alive but technically not here. but not there mm-hmm. that's how I see it in a sense ta-da fade to black the end yay yay <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've got to admit when they open the movie in the, with the credits it's quite different guys instead, different yeah, yeah instead of the usual it's like just like if you were just doing it as an opening for a TV series, where, it, well, not an opening yeah, for a TV but, series. Yeah, they, they still roll with the footage and they, and have some animated footage of the person, then put the name under them instead of just doing the ordinary credits. Uh, yeah, with a still behind it and stuff. Yeah. It's something different. It was different. Yes, it is different. Of course, it's a bit sad that um, being the, you know, the the um, what's the um, what's to, what's the term for a main actor in when. In in a on a poster, you know the um being the, the main star, the no, main poster. I don't uh, know you, you know the it. term like um the box office, um the who wants the one that gets the most credibility in the movie. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm referring. To, well, I just meant like he he's the top. He's the uh, main star in this movie, yeah, and he, his name didn't appear at the opening credits. Yeah, well, yours because he's supposed to sneak in later on. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, that's it. They, they actually went through the people in the crowd, which part of the family group. They, but he wasn't part of the family group in the opening. So mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they they all were yeah. in, throughout mm. the movie. They mm. all appeared in throughout yeah. the uh, movie. Exactly. And played um, a very the main characters in the project. Yeah. Little family group. Actually, it's marvelous what you can do. 
in a basic set. And what's a basic set? Apart from the marketplace, all right, right. and uh, an image of them in a, a motorboat or something rather, and the car drive back to the the villa or chateau or whatever they're living in, everything was done in about one or two rooms in this mansion, hmm. in the building they're living in, hmm. wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, not too much oh, location shoots and stuff. Yeah, money wasn't wasted, and, yeah. and, and it was kept short. Yeah, and most and of the time, straight to the point. Yeah, yeah, and most of the time they did. Um, stock footage here and there for a little bit of stock footage, yeah. of stock footage well, for this for certain scenes. Maybe yeah, but they kept the basic. I mean, you don't have to have fifty million locations in a movie to make it interesting. Mm, yeah, true. So yeah, they did it in a bit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the 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 market, the drive back, because you're a couple of minutes you know, out, out mm. on the road there, or pretend. And the, the in the garden scene. And the villain. I'm a villa, sorry. The, yeah, but the outside, in the garden, but inside, in about two rooms. Mm-hmm. Two rooms, yeah. Yeah, the big, big foyer in the uh, the dining room, I think. Mm-hmm. That sort of stuff. And I may, I may be something like um, a den type thing, yeah, yeah, or a parlor or something, yeah. So, yeah, it very easily uh, handled, uh, yeah, just move around. Big sound stage, maybe a lot of matte paintings behind it. I don't really know. It could have been a real villa for all I know. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. But Ooh, I, get, but nice, I yeah. think back then they, they had to control their the atmosphere. Yeah, they want to borrow the boss's house. Mm, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah some of that. Can we borrow a house and make a movie? Yeah, okay, mm. not a problem. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, let's go on to reception. Interesting. Ooh, yes. Now, this will be good. Now, the critics back in those days at uh, least they were favorable. had different paradigms. Paradigms, that's a good word, isn't it? At least it's favorable no, when you think about this movie. Sure. Now, they had different paradigms. I mean, things changed over decades. Uh, we, we, we became desensitized uh, to some things. We became, more, we became more sophisticated, whatever. But these were simpler times, early days of film. And when I say filming, uh, I talk about more of the talky filmings because this was not long, not the first 10 years after the, uh, yeah, the talkies well, came in. Yeah, think. this is, um, yeah. what was the date again? Um, 1934. 1934, yeah. So, so yeah, it, yeah, it, was, it was one of the better movies of its day uh, in the early days of the talkies, and a lot of these people were taken off the stage to fill the roles, the roles of the actors. Mm. And, and some of the sound stages they use look like stages. So, mm. yeah. Um, it's amazing that so yeah. many, um, I think not all of the actors from the silent era were brought back to do no, well, the well, well, the, the problem is when you had the silent actors, and I actually, I'll use a good example here. Okay. Rudolph Valentino. Okay. The, lo- the lover, he was a sheik, and all the females back in those days say, oh, isn't he wonderful? Yeah. Okay, fine. Problem is. Okay. I don't know 100% for sure, but he had a very heavy Italian accent. Oh, he might have had a high squeaky voice too, I do not know. But the problem is, uh, when the sound came in, the whole image was shattered because mm. the voice didn't suit the image was portraying. Illusion so, shattered, guys. No, the point is that mm. so, so he he couldn't he couldn't go from the um, silent movies into the talkies for that reason. He didn't have a good speaking voice. Mm-hmm. So all the guys, all the males, female actors uh, in the silence had to uh, either have a good voice to go into the talkies or hang up their uh, hang up their acting uh, license and get a real job. 
yeah. or, or retire. Um, if I remember, it is yeah. kind of sad that how many actors may have lost their jobs during well, the but you look some, at it, uh, the um, talkies days. But you look at it, some people stayed in, stayed in and uh, went from the silent to the talkies and stayed in the film industry and still made good movies. Yeah, look at Charlie yeah, yeah. Chaplin. He yeah. was struggling trying to continue yeah. the yeah. silent era stuff and it and while everyone keeps telling him maybe you should start doing talkies considering everyone else is doing talkies. But he but his thing was doing silent movies as a little tramp. Because and it, that was a problem. Because truth as you yeah. may have read in the past, um, he came from Europe and and dear old um <clears throat> The tramp in throughout the throughout the um the um move the movies he he was ne- he would never talk and we never know whether he was American or in English. Well, it doesn't matter. Is it, well, okay, I'll get on to okay, any new country. Mm-hmm. And yeah, America's not that really old. Yeah, true. Uh, Australia's younger. Uh, now you have to look at things like who settled there. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Australia had. English, mm-hmm. and then Chinese came out, Italians came out, some Germans came out after the war. So you would have had a lot of different dialects and uh, mm-hmm. and um, accents and whatever. Now America would have been the same. They would have had people came from Europe and England mm-hmm. and uh, maybe Asians and whatever. So they would have had a lot of people. Yeah. Anyway, let's yeah. read the rest. No, I was going to say, so you, the, to have an accent back in those days wouldn't have been a naughty, th- a bad thing after all, because. Mm-hmm. They would have, a lot of them would have been migrants, mm. immigrants, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's hey, read the reviews. Here we go. But you're the one, you're the one who was off track. Okay? Sorry. <laughs> right, reception. Okay, main line at the top. This says the film was an enormous critical success. Sweet. Enormous. Hold the words in your head. Enormous. enormous. Now, problem is the critics loved it. See. Box office didn't like it. Boo. Now, only reason being uh, the, the the material. It was death takes a holiday. Now, that would not necessarily have gone down well for a lot of no, sensitive people. Not. So, oh, not my type of movie. I guess but it they, would knock. It would not um, be yeah. uh, knock your socks off that title. Well, that title, you know, it says, "Hey, fun in the sun with uh, Dick and Dora." Might have actually made. Uh, a lot more money, but it would have been a shit movie. Uh, sorry, okay. uh, but I swear. The, the, no. But the, the title probably drove people away from watching the movie. Yeah, but I guess those yeah. who may have actually seen the play and knew what to expect, yeah. then, well, but knew. I'm talking about the average person in the street who walks down the street and sees, "Hey, what's at the pitch? What's on at the theatre this week, love?" And we go there and say, "Oh, death takes all that. Oh, that sounds scary. Let's go and see something nice like a comedy." Yeah. And yeah. that's it. And they I go to the theatre. I guess that would drive and people away. that's the problem. All right, go on. Um, so, but just about everybody had something positive to say about the movie, uh, Frederick March, the whole lot. I won't go through all of them. Uh, but that goes to show that the critics got it right. Because hmm. this movie is still available today to watch. It's still a good movie to watch, hmm. if you don't mind the old style of movie. Do you think it, that the old you know, reviewers were the ones who said nasty reviews for for when movies started ch- changing hands and changing diff- being different? I don't know. Oh. Some people said, oh, talkies will never catch on. Hmm, that's true. Hello. Mm, Guess what? They've been talking ever since. It didn't <laughs> go backwards. Uh, when colour came along, oh, we'll never catch on. And then said everybody, after, after 
a transition period of a couple of years, <laughs> everyone went colour. You know, Bingo. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's always going to be changed. And, uh, oh, CGI came in. Oh, it's a passing fad. No, it's not. not. It's there to help out, you know, yeah. to, to make the experience better. And now, and mm. avoid um, bad weather. Stormy weather. No, we okay. Well, it is a possibility. I mean, CGI mm. ha- does help well, us from going and from... green screen is your best friend. You could have a... We could do a movie in my garage here, well, my office here, my office garage... And we can put a backdrop behind us. We could be in Italy. We could be in Rome. We could be anywhere we like, sitting next to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> we, how would you know? Well, have know. you ever seen those? Well, when you look at those old movies, like those old, um, some of those old movies, they yeah, they always used a green, sort of a green screen. Well, don't know, they, I don't know the old movies where use green screen. I, I, think, you, I think they use reproduction. Yeah, they used the projector behind, yeah, behind the screen, behind yeah, the yeah. screen re- yeah, where the person yeah. would walk through it and pretend yeah. that this that they're in a crowd scene yeah. when actually they're not in a crowd scene or in the car yeah. or, driving down yeah, a road. And you've got the car stuff, and that's just a reverse screen behind them showing the car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It seems it to ha- yeah. It seems like a non. It was a non going thing until yeah. they yeah, decided they fixed it up in much years later. Yeah. Yes. See, it's it's not what you know. It's although it's a non. It's now now that we've gotten to CGI using green screens, we're still doing that sort of effect now. Yeah, but yeah, it's improved but, but over it's the better. years. Much better. We now just do we just layer it instead of um, uh, rear um, screening it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, I did say I mentioned a bit before about uh, remakes and whatever. Here's a bit of a list of some things. Uh, a one-hour radio adaption of the film aired on Cecil B. DeMille's Lux Radio Theatre in uh, 1937. It starred Frederick March. He was caught, talked into reprising his role as Death. Uh, and his wife, actress Florence, Florence Eldridge, played Grazia. Now, interesting. So it made it onto the uh, movie theatre. Uh, the, Radio theatre. Mm. Um, so, um, Universal Studios acquired the rights uh, to the film in '62, uh, and they made a remake in 1971. I read somewhere Catherine Hepburn was offered the role, but, she, but either yeah. the studio turned it down or she turned it down. I don't know. I don't care. I'm just telling. <laughs> anyway, um, so that the remake was very similar, but I, but the only thing I can think I haven't seen the remake recently. I think what actually happened is the leading lady actually was in a car accident and was supposed to have died, but didn't die. Is that right? Mm. And, and then uh, Death came there and he was hanging around and it indicated that she actually died and he's going to take it with him. Mm. So a bit of a twist on the story, but it's still basically the same thing. Mm. Um, okay, the film was remade by Universal again in 1998 as... Meet Joe Black, starring Brad Pitt, Claire Falani, and Anthony Hopkins. Hmm. So it's a good theme, and everyone keeps referring back to it because it's a damn good story. Hmm. Um, it's 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 been on off Broadway, everything else, and it's it, it's um it's even stuck into uh, episodes of um t- on TV. Um, in May two thousand six, an episode. Of the television drama Medium also builds on the concept of death portrayed by a man in season two. The season two episode is sim- similarly titled, uh, being called Death Takes a Policy. Yeah, it seems yeah. that um, yeah. for sometimes a TV show would use the um, 
old title movies as a bit of a title, yeah, you know, so, here and there. So it's been an ongoing theme that they keep going back to because it's a good story and it really spurs on the imagination. And that's why we like it. Uh, and we think those of you, especially young and little whippersnappers out there uh, who may not have ever seen this movie, uh, yeah, see, yeah. If, you, if, if you don't want to buy a copy, it's available through Amazon and uh, eBay. Yeah. And, and you can check it out on YouTube. It's yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, but it, it, obviously, the quality is not as good on YouTube. Uh, being an old movie, I'm, I'm not against saying it, you, you might be able to download the torrent for yeah. it. You, but mm. if you like it, go and buy a copy of it, add to your library. Mm. You know, But yeah. it's, a, it's a good watch, it tells a good story if you don't mind the old style of black and white movies. Yeah, there's also yeah. Um, the um, 1971 version out there on YouTube. You can go ahead and watch too if you want to. It's not too bad in comparison. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's um, a telly movie, as Mike yeah, it's said. It's a telly movie, yeah. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm, again, of being 1971, like, it's, it's, it's a few years old. Uh, you may not be able to get a copy of these anyway. So, yeah, grab a torrent of both of you if you want to test it out. But if you like yeah. it, go, go and buy one and add it to your library. I do like yeah. um, the 1971. Mike doesn't like it very much, but I think it adds a little bit more interest <laughs> to the story. I like the original one because it, that, that, it's sort of like the original Frankenstein of Boris Karloff. Everybody copied it. That was it. So, well, what the original was the best, as far as I'm concerned. They might have had slightly better filming techniques, but the acting wasn't any different. True. Stories would get got a bit lamer as they went on, you know, and yeah. So yeah, unless you get things like Mary Shelley's um, Frankenstein with Robert De Niro, that wasn't the bad movie, and um, yeah, the one The Bride, that was yeah, a, that was a good right. uh, that was a good one. Type. Yeah, there's some good ones, but when you said let's do another Frankenstein movie and use the same title script, let's get the but dust and cobwebs off it and test what, what can we do with it. But you've got to admit nah. though, with time, and I'm saying this very kindly to the audience out there, if you ever think about doing a remake, I always think take do not rush a remake. I mean, um, if the if the original was good back in the 1930s whatever and if you had something in mind for a you know years later i i would say just take the time to to think about what you're going to be putting together for it i'll I'll take one step further if you are going to do a remake i'm not talking about a reboot a remake of a movie okay if you can't make it better don't bother doing it there's that too now remember when they're um that Bob Hope movie, uh, the Ghost, Ghostbusters or whatever. Uh, or? No, Ghost Breakers. Ghost Breakers. Yeah. Now Ghost Breakers with Bob Hope and I think, oh, what's the name? I can't remember. Uh, but I know yeah, Bob whatever. Hope. Well, obviously, yeah, they made a he made well the studios made a really good movie using Bob Hope and I think called it Colbert or something rather. I can't remember. Mm. And it was a really good movie. And then and the same studio or another studio about 10 years later wanted to put Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis in the same yeah. movie, uh, splitting up Bob Hope's dialogue. Uh, dialogue between the two of them. And they didn't want to do the movie. said, so we can't do it as good as the Bob Hope version. Yeah. And they were told they had yeah. to do it because they had, they had a contract yeah. with the studio. As I said to you guys before, <laughs> that maybe uh, once or twice, yeah. every person comedy person is different like yeah. Dodd Adams is different from like from Jerry Lewis yeah, exactly right, or, yeah. or Robin yeah. Williams yeah. is different from Jim Carrey yeah. or um yeah. and the list goes and, on and, and on and someone that has done a really good job on the first movie and you can't do any better yeah don't force find it find another script 
Hmm. There's so many stories out there. <laughs> I'm only lucky that the other stuff that Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis oh, did yeah. together were a lot, lot they, better. They did a lot of good movies. Actually, um, being fair to Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, I enjoyed a lot of their movies when they were fresh movies and not copying something else. Me so too. Had, because the guys who wrote the story, the screenplay, the directors, everything was fresh. Mm-hmm. When you got a title, I think, oh, let's do a remake. Well, then mm. it gets... Eh. Eh. Yeah, and that's it. But then Jerry Lewis went along and made some damn fine movies by himself. And Dean Martin did some good movies by himself. Mm. But they were fresh ideas. Mm. Remakes have to be yeah, better than the I originals. I think, didn't yeah. you say something that what the studio said about when they were doing that remake of sorts? They yeah, said, yeah. You, you do it, we're you, doing... You're under contract, you're, you're going to make this movie whether you like it or not. Yeah, exactly. That's what... And, and, and it's... And, it, That's and, the I, attitude and I don't think it made too much money because it wasn't yeah, a great movie. That attitude I don't tolerate. Mm. I don't like it when a studio just goes ahead and says, you do this whether you like it or not. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. I mean, if it's a remake or otherwise. I don't, Strange. I don't tolerate that behaviour. Yeah, but and, and, and the studios often make mistakes. Exactly so. They do. Big mistakes. And it costs money. Yeah, and, they go, and moan, 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 moan. We lost money. World train yeah. fall flop. Yes, yeah, and yeah, most yeah, of the yeah. stuff, the um, uh, I've noticed when they did, there was a portrait in one of the scenes, and it oh yes, and, the top stairs, yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. was used in Bob Hope, but then they changed the face on it to suit the latest the, the lead thing yeah, lady yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time, and I thought mm, I prefer the old face on that yeah, on, yeah, the, on that yeah, lady's yeah. face. I mean, yeah. it just feels like um, a cheap. Um, copy, but anyway, carbon copy. But Ghost Breakers is a good fun movie. We, we probably we may or may not ever review that one. But uh, we'll think about we'll it. We'll think about it. But yeah, those uh, some of those old movies. Yeah, you, you I think you were marking to me last yeah. night when we were watching um, Death on Death Takes a Holiday. Yeah. You were saying something about it. This film being a little bit in touch of non noir side. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, uh, it wasn't totally film noir, but had some. To me, some, uh, it's in film and started about a decade or so later. Yeah. But it had that sort of feeling uh, to me in some yeah. aspects. They worked good on light and sh- yeah, light and dark. Yeah. When the when the creature came That's in and in like the doorway, it was all in shadow and different things. And mm. that was a style, but they didn't have the dark feel to it like the film and uh, That's yeah. what I like about mm. these old black and white movies. Yeah. Um, you know, um, shadows and light, yeah. you know, using the right concept, you know, and can give it the mystery and, and the, the um, t- intense and the stuff you that you need. remember back when you did your Attack of the Cat People? Vaguely. You are trying to do the same sort of lighting they did back in those days. Yes. They used three-point lighting. Mm-hmm. I do remember Left, that. Left, right and rear. Mm-hmm. That was it. Even the dark shots were lit up quite nicely so you can see everything. Mm. It was very rare to have a movie uh, filmed dark because you have a contrast mm. problem with your blacks, whites and varying, varying shades of grey. Sometimes it gets a bit blurby. But when they filmed this one, I think they did quite well. I yeah. Think, yeah, that's what mm. I like yeah. about these old yeah. movies like film noir. You can... Um, it has that mystery and te- intense. They, they had a dark, dark storyline and dark filming style. Yeah, yeah. You use the right music, right um, lighting, yeah. and and it comes together. Yeah. I, a lot of people have asked me when I did attack the cat people, why don't you put it in color? But it may not have the same effect but as. It's supposed in, to be a tribute to the movies yeah. we've done back on. It would not have the same effect, and if I you, did do it in color, it would probably it be would like. It would take away from it. It would take it away from it. But you look at that one that cut better or passed a few years ago. Uh, now, um, the Whisperer in the Dark. 
Dole, Whisper of Darkness, that was um, done in the past 10 years, I think. Mm. That was done in black and white, and that mm. was done off uh, a H.P. Lovecraft book mm. story. Yes. Uh, that was done black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, that worked well. It did. Um, what was it? We, there was another movie we saw, was it black and white? Mm. Uh, no. Probably my collection somewhere, but black and white is not to be shunned totally. Not really. If it works, it works. Yeah. I um, mean... Um, I've noticed a few movies out there, not old, oldest time or going back to the 1930s, would often be shot in a black and white, you know, feeling. Well, now, I mean, yeah, if you if you if you can't do it properly in color, do it in black and white. I think it was yeah. um, Ed Wood that that the Tim Burton movie. Yeah. They did it in a black and white, and there was probably some other they movies did, too that yeah. that did a black and white thing to make yeah. the movie look appealing to. And also the period. Yeah, to fit the period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. If it works, it works. So that, that people, people got hung up on color, or in the stereophonic, or surround sounds and Dolby sound. Let's get down to telling a damn fine, fine story. story. And yeah, and make people, mm. uh, give people some sort of enjoyment and pleasure. Not, oh, how much money we can throw at yeah. this thing and how many effects yeah. we I put hate, into it. Yeah, one yeah. thing I hate about movies is criticism, even though we criti- we do critique the we movies. We try do. to be nice about it. Yeah, though. we yeah. try to yeah. be nice yeah. about yeah. it. But I don't like it when um comes uh, to a movie, they, they, throw, they throw a lot of... When people bag movies, bag, you know, they yeah. bag the movie, the, yeah. sh- the um, crap out of it. Yeah, and I hate that because that's. I mean, some poor producer might have taken a bath on the movie. Yeah, and the poor the, director's and credibility might have been shot to pieces. Yeah, yeah. and the director yeah, himself yeah. has just been dragged into it, yeah. where even if he was kicking and screaming. Yeah, and it's just it's. Yeah, I it's, mean, like I said before. It's hard if you, if you make a movie and you put yeah. your heart and soul into it and yeah. it becomes a lemon. Yeah, it must be very hard. Like yeah, yeah. for example, when I told you guys about how when they did um, the Village of the Damned, that one about the kids, and they did a remake on that, and yeah, yeah. and the Christopher Reeve in the second one. What? Who was in the second movie? The, the remake was that Christopher, Christopher Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, the director was probably is practically kicking and screaming of not doing this project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want to do it. He yeah. was forced and, and, into and it. And it can show up in the overall production. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That but that's taken from a different aspect. I'm talking about when when they put the heart and soul on something. Yeah. And it dies in its bum. It must be very hard. So we, we try not to take yeah. the piss out of producers yeah. and directors. It's not their fault, yeah. guys, yeah. considering the fact they've been they put yeah. their own yeah. other film project on hold to work on this project yeah. and it's not their fault. Yeah, but I'm talking yeah, but you're missing what I'm saying. I know. People, a producer and a director who are on the same page and want to do it still don't always have a a, a, a resounding success on a movie. Sometimes they put all everything into it. And it dies at the box office because mm. it's not what the people want to see. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. And yeah, it, so we try not to bag them mm-hmm. because it's hard and it's a thankless sort of job sometimes. Because it, and critics can be so cold and nasty. Mm, true. And uh, they're the tabloids, as they talk about variety in the Times, and yeah, they 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 take it the task. Too yeah, much, I swear. Yeah. Sometimes those reviewers are the ones back in the 1930s yeah. who never retired, who decided to make it their life's journey to criticize and newer make movies. Life miserable. Yeah, they um, think that yeah. it's not like death. Um, like Death Takes a Holiday or yeah. Dracula or Creature from Black Lagoon. Yeah. I don't like that sort of movie, I don't like so I don't, I'm going to give it a really lousy rap. You know, yeah. nah. 
it's not the attitude of a film reviewer. If you if you're not prepared to review the newest stuff, then you should not be a reviewer. But we we, we try to be fair. We and if we find a movie's not doesn't grab us, we still try to look for some qualities in like the 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 storyline, storyline, mystery, good direction, good direction, um, character development. A lot of people keep filming techniques. Yeah, Yeah, I I get a lot of comments on character development all the time, and no one even notices that there is character development in the script. Yeah, sometimes people miss it because they want it hands up on a silver platter. Look, that is Fred Smith, and he is a taxi driver, and he lives at so-and-so street, and he has fish and tits for breakfast. No, no, you, no it just you slide information in. If you watch the yeah. movie, you'll yeah. pick up on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about the gestures and the yeah. and, dialogue and, you hear. And the hear. dialogue, yeah, you pick it up on the dialogue. Or yeah. the expressions the actors portray in the roles sometimes. Yeah. That appears. You just have to pay, you have to... Pick it up. You, you, know? like you take a case of the murder on the Orient Express. Got it. Go on. Did, they didn't have all the character development right at the beginning of the movie, did they? Nope. Bits and pieces came out during the movie, but more so when Praro sat down there and started telling the people about what happened and who they were and why they did things. And you found out we had... And that guy was actually a criminal and when one of the people was the nanny and blah, blah. And everything started to come out towards the end of the movie. Yeah. And still... And, and the beginning of the movie, you thought they were all independent people. And all of yeah, them yeah, knew each other. associated with each other, but they were actually together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, little things. So, it, it depends on how the story's written, how much character development you really need, how much backstory do you need. Do you really need backstory in a Tom and Jerry cartoon? I shouldn't think so. I think so. so. Yeah, cat chases mouse. Mouse gets a hammer, hits cat in the head. There you go. Story finished. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't necessarily have everything served up on a platter in front of you all the time. Yeah. Mm. Well, there oh, you go. by the way, guys, um, just so you guys know, you probably heard when I was talking about in our last podcast about the upcoming um, Jurassic Park movie that's coming out. You've probably heard about it. That what it was called again? Jurassic Park. Jurassic uh, um, World. Yep. Um, the, the, what's it called? The, 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 I don't know. You're talking. Well, about. this is called the third movie. The third and movie. And it's coming out very soon. And we'll definitely. And it has. We the, will do that one. And the original cast: Sam Neill, Jeff Bloom, and Goldblum. Yeah, Goldblum. And the um, lady, um, um oh. Laura something, whatever. Laura Dern. Yeah, Laura yeah Dern, they're coming back to yeah. rephrase their roles in this one. I yeah. hope they punch the lady who made the dinosaurs. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, it's her fault. No, Goodness is, I mean, gracious I me. Do, I mean, I do like... Anyway, I do like Jurassic Park type movies. Me and Jurassic World. I like the way the computer-generated dinosaurs uh, look so damn lifelike. I mean, mm-hmm. this one... So I don't mind CGI when it works. Me too. Or, I mean, I've been watching a lot of sci-fi series on sci-fi channels or whatever. And the amount of that CGI stuff they're putting in these things here... It makes me feel like I'm actually in space or on a space station or somewhere rather I'm part of it because it's so damn good. And I, I've got to take my hat off these guys who are doing the CGI work. Yeah. It's getting better and better as the decades go by. They just, the, yeah. the technology, the skill levels, I'm only glad, unwrapped. I'm only glad mm. that in this new Jurassic world, that in this movie, um, I'm glad the trailer doesn't reveal too much information. Well, enough to get you enticed. Yeah. Ooh, that looks interesting. Go watch that. <laughs> yes, and I'm glad Chris Pratt and and the, yeah. some of the original actors are briefly. And in that blues one. in it. 
Mm-hmm. He's a little, he's a little um, what's the this? Velociraptor person. Yeah, I won't tell you. Blues, he's a nice I'm girl. still think I'm trying to work that out in my head. What's that? How she was pregnant. She's the only raptor left. Well, she might have found one. Friend. <laughs> she's the only raptor left. How's she going to get pregnant? Oh, she could have been pregnant before. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, well, you know, uh, well, you know, it's, 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 yeah, um, you know. Anyway, uh, oh, free insemination. Okay, no, time no, for no. ratings, everyone. This one, okay. This uh, movie, um, the, Death um, Takes Holly, yeah. We go first. Oh, I'm going to have everything. Um, I think I'll give this movie a nine and uh, out of ten. That's yeah. how. I mean, it's pretty good. It, I, I do think. I don't say it's there's room for improvement, but it is very you know out very I would turn around and say I don't think it, I think when it was done, it was the best they could do, and I don't think doing a remake of it would actually make it any better. Me neither. So I think really you got to say well they gave the best shot. It's a good mm. movie, mm. tells a good story, continues yes. uh, the continuity is okay. The storyline's fine. The acting, again, a bit stagey, but that's the type of acting back, back then. then. So putting that aside, because that's what they were, um, I'm going to have to say oh, nine, nine and a half. Mm. It's a good watch. So you guys who don't watch a lot of our movies, mm-hmm. anyway, drop your feet, get your feet into it. This is a drama, right? It is not an action yeah. or anything else. It's not yeah. a horror movie. It's a drama with a touch of horror thrown in the yeah. idea of death. I admit, yeah. I mean, yeah. I agree with Mike. Um, Mike, a lot of a lot of people have asked, told me, if to be a good dr- a director and and a scriptwriter, it's always good to watch a lot of old old movies. Because these guys are the ones who start all, and people copy them. Yeah. They learn by how they did it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, exactly. So, mm, how yeah. else we explain why um, so many present directors we we uh, look up to, we try to, you know, take inspiration or take something yeah, away with yeah, it. Yeah, you, insp- you aspire to be like George Lucas or um, or Steven Spielberg or somebody else, one of the older I guys. I mean, yeah. some of the, yeah. those directors back in the 1930s, uh, I, I don't rem- recall their names or anything. can't remember all any, the names, but you can remember like what they did. I mean, except for yeah. Cecil B. DeMille. I know him yeah. really well because I've seen several of what his movies. What about Todd Browning who did Dracula and stuff? He did a few mm, movies back I, then. I don't know. His, I didn't know him till n- No, too but he did a few. He did Freaks and Dracula I and know, other things. I know. I just yeah. meant, I, I'm, not f- I'm not intimately, yeah, you know, saying, detailed about his lifestyle. But style wasn't that bad. Yeah, I know yeah. that. I just mean like I don't know him his his filming style like a like you haven't got it memorized. I don't have it memorized. I'm like a lot of movie makers ne- that are been an interest to me now, like John Carpenter, James Cameron, or Steven Spielberg, or George Lucas, Tim Burton. All those ones I've been really taking interest, especially when I started reading most of their biographies at the moment. Yes, she's an avid reader, this one. Yeah, yeah. I've been reading non-stop for the past... Um, last year, I've been reading a lot of those books, and they have been a great influence, especially the the information behind how they made the movies. Like, yeah, why exactly. is um, a character behavior like that, instead of um, like, like you would probably think would be portrayed? I mean, a lot of people often uh, keep saying, "Okay, why? Okay, why did Indiana Jones um, um, jump on that that you know jump on that that van instead of um, you know instead of hijack the um, instead of 
instead of grab the van before the um, Germans got in. It looked good. <laughs> or it wouldn't be as exciting if he if he exactly. if he didn't crawl under the van to get to back into the van. The truck, the truck yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Okay, fine. It you would. Are, you are digressing a little bit too far here. Okay, again. I just think that sometimes <laughs> these guys have great influences. Yeah. Although I don't like it when one bit when some person out there decides to overturn it by by copying their work. I mean, not copying the work. I mean, I like remakes, and I like it when fans remake it for because they're fans. Oh, fan, no, fan movies are totally different thing altogether. Uh, I mean, Chris and Eric, yes, uh, Chris uh, Strompolis and Eric Zala did a uh, a, 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 a I'll say a kids a teenagers version of Indiana Jones and the um, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, I'm okay with them and, doing no, this. They stuff. did it over a couple of years in the spare time. They did a magnificent job, and also some of the other guys, um, other kids, and yeah. the older people who did their versions of it. I mean, fan films, there's nothing to sneeze at because they've still got to put a lot of work into it, a lot of imagination, especially when they write, write their own scripts. Yeah, and they do, yeah. in their own minds, they do do the great continuation of those said stories. Yeah. Instead of the actual mainstream filmmakers who decide to forget yeah. Um, yeah. certain things and decide to start. Um, anyway. Start from scratch. Anyway, we are anyway. Really, we're really digressing. We're sorry, sorry, um, sorry, now, sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, so, um, okay, guys, feel free to check it out. It's on Amazon. Yeah, please. And I don't know if it's on any m- mainstream uh, look, things actually, on Actually, it may be, it, it, it could be somewhere, but I know it's on, you can get it through Amazon as rental. Yeah, you make it. You can it. buy it for Amazon and you can buy it through eBay and probably lots of other places. Yeah. But wait a minute, stop mm-hmm. gearing. Uh, if you're looking for it, there's also VHS copies out there being an older movie. Make sure, if you're going to buy one, do not buy a VHS unless you've got a VHS player. Yeah. Ta-da. Now, what are we yeah. going to say, dear? And be sure to check the date on them. You know, um, you get the right one. Right one. It's 1934. 34, not the 1971 version. No. Yeah, if you are looking for the old one, not the new one. Yeah. And this is great. If you like old-style movies and prepared to... Take it as a drama, not a horror movie. It's good. Yeah. 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 Cool. So that's about it for us tonight. So thanks for listening to us, and I hope you guys enjoyed this latest podcast. Well, I did. Mm -hmm. So this is Sarah Stevenson. Uh, Oh, and me, Michael. Yes. Mm. Saying we'll see you guys for our next podcast, everyone. So Bye. bye for now.